Hello and welcome to episode four of the Stu and Al pod. I'm Al. And I'm Stu. Oh, hello Stuart, how are you doing? All right, mate. Episode four, eh? That's the same episode number of four. Golden Girls there were as well. It is. One for each of them. Did you ever watch the Golden Girls? When it was on Channel 4. And I can only remember two off the top of my head right now. Sophia and Blanche. Oh, yeah. Do you, do you, remember, the, um, do you remember the theme tune? I can't remember the name. Thank you for being, being a, a friend. friend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh show that was. After we filmed this, after we recorded this, I'm going to go back and watch an episode, I think. Because it's brilliant. Yeah. And that one, job. it was always like sleeping around, even though she was like, you know, what? 150 years, years old. <laughs> and that really yeah. old one. Apparently, <laughs> I remember um, seeing something about it, and apparently some of them didn't get on with each other outside of the show. It's quite nice. There's a little really? fact for you. Maybe, maybe at some point we'll do top three TV shows where it's about old ladies. And that could be in it. Last of Summer Wine. That'll be, uh, that'll be a struggle. Yeah. <laughs> Last of Summer Wine. That's got old ladies in it. Yeah. Um... Dinner, ladies. Yeah, true. So, Stuart, this week I'm drinking beer Moretti, and I'm guaranteeing you're drinking Fosters. No, I'm not. Are you I'm not? not. Heineken. Oh, a little Heineken can. I do like the little Heineken can. Yeah, listen. Oh. Ooh. Do you remember the little Heineken cans that look like kegs? The little keg. That's what I've kegs. got. No, that, no, there were, used to be older ones that used to look different to that. It used to look like little kegs. Well, it's about the same size as a can of Coke is. So. Yeah, the same size, but they used to be a little bit different. So, that was a, was a, still lives in Beirut. That's the sound of the fire engine or police cars behind you. So, I believe this week it's an ambulance. There's always some siren going off in this area of Leicester. Got so, just before we go on. Yep, go for it. Uh, a seven-year-old and a four-year-old are in their bedroom. Yep. And the seven-year-old says, you know what? Let's start swearing. We ain't done it yet. We'll go down for breakfast today. I'll swear first, then you say it, and then you do one after. So his four-year-old brother goes, yeah, go on then. Sounds good. So nip downstairs. Mum asks the seven-year-old what he wants for breakfast. Seven-year-old says, I'll have Frosty's bitch. Whack! Fucking smacks him round the head. He's there crying his eyes out. She turns to the four-year-old looking cross and says, and what do you want? Four-year-old says, don't know. You won't be fucking Frosty's. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, well done. Well done, Stu. <laughs> so if you've, uh, if you've not listened to our podcast before, um, where have you been? Um, probably doing yeah. something better. Hello. Uh, I think the first, couple of, uh, the first couple of minutes there, we've just basically described what the podcast is, talking about absolute shit like the Golden Girls and Stuart doing fucking shit jokes. Pretty yeah, much yeah, what it is. That. Yeah. Better ones. <laughs> anyway, Stuart, this week... I went a bit behind your back and I sort of, uh, I ran a, a competition for oh, our listeners. You know? Yeah, for our listeners. Um, and it, um, How it did was... you do that? <laughs> Don't peek behind the magician's curtain because you won't like what's <laughs> behind there. <laughs> um, so what happened, Stuart, is I put out uh, like a competition for um, a listener to come and ask some questions on the podcast. What was and, that, in the uh, Reader's Digest? Uh, yeah, pretty much, sort of mm. thing. And... Um, I've got one, a bloke here, and he's very interested. He only wants to ask you questions, not interested in talking to me. So I said oh, that I'll just... robot again, <laughs> Yeah, robot for the future is not coming back this week. He'll come Good. back again, don't worry. I, I, know what the... pro, uh, in... <laughs> <laughs> I know what the fans want. Um, so this week, um, Stuart, this is a, a guy called... Um, he calls himself Uncle Dorogay. It's a strange no. name, but... Um, yeah. 
I'll, I'll put Can't him on I've now. Ever heard of him. No, I'll put him on now and uh, he can ask you a few questions. Are you ready for it? Yes. Okay, do you want to come in? Hello, Stuart, you all right? Hello, Dorigay. Hello, my name's Uncle Dorigay, of course. I know. Uh, big fan of the show. I've listened to every episode. Don't quite get what's going on, but uh, I must say I'm a big fan of yours. Who, me? <laughs> yeah, big, big fan of yours, Stuart. So I've got no, a couple of... Thanks. A couple of questions I'd like to ask you, if that's all right. Yeah. No, yeah, go ahead, mate. Question one, Stuart, what's your favourite thing about recording a podcast? Um, that I get to spend time with my best pal, Alex. Oh, that's lovely, that is. That's lovely. Question if you believe that, you believe anything. <laughs> oh, you're lovely. Stuart, question two, have you ever been arrested for stealing women's underwear from a washing line? Uh, can't say that I have, Dorigo, no. Oh. Uh, all right, fair enough. Uh, what about que- you? No, well, question, let me move on to question three. Question three, Stuart. Um, <laughs> if, if you were arrested for uh, stealing uh, ladies' underwear off a washing line, what sort of back, what sort of story, cover story, would you come up with um, even if they'd found uh, numerous pairs of ladies' underwear in your house, in your in your little cubby hole that you keep things hidden away. How would you sort of get out of that? Ask him for a, just, a, a, just a random question, of course. Dorigay. Yeah? Are you asking me for help in uh, creating some sort of alibi for well, you? Well, well, I think you've been stealing women's underwear or something. <laughs> Course not innocent to proven guilty, of course. You don't, you don't have to answer that question, Stuart. Final question, Stuart. Have you got any of your mum's underwear? The Dorigay, Dor- I-, I told you, I told you you couldn't come on and ask questions like that to Stuart. Oh, I'm really sorry, Alex. I'm just, I've got this court case coming up and I just wanted some support and I just thought, well, I'll listen to your podcast. And I'm sorry. The I'm thing sorry, is, Dorigay, yeah? on my doorstep this morning, there was a parcel. Yeah. I opened it up inside. There's a letter straight away with your weird face. <laughs> yeah. A little note by the side of it saying, hide these. And uh, lots of women's pants in the box. Oh. Listen, Sean, I'm sorry. I won't blight your time anymore. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Never contact me again, please. He, he's, he's gone, Stuart. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. Um, sorry? Yeah, I'll tell you what. Let's crack on. Let's go yeah, on with... Uh, best in it. First feature, this is this is top three. Top three. Top three. Each week we pick a random subject and then we pick the best three things about it. For example, top three top three wolves. Yeah. You can wolves. go for ice cream. Wolves on your house, wool sausages, or um Harvey Wallbanger. Yeah. <laughs> Off the top of my head, of course. <laughs> so, Stuart, it was your turn to pick the category last week. So, what did you what have you chose for this week? It was I chose game shows. Out. Top three game shows. All right. So, do you, want, do you want me to go first? Yeah, you go first, man. Come on. Now, what I'd quite like to do with this, Stuart, is I'm going to um, sing the theme tune to each of these, and I want you to guess which one each one is. So, the first one. Uh, the Apprentice. It is, correct. Now, I was a little bit apprehensive about this one because I think some yeah. people might say it's not a game show, but it is a game but show isn't because it? they're playing a game to win a prize. Yeah. Now, this is the only one that I've chosen that is still on TV now or still being made now, but 
I really like The Apprentice. It started in 2005, um, and it's been going now, yeah, for bloody hell, 15 years. I, I love The Apprentice, and I know people think it's shit, but I love it. It's, oh, one, I like it. it's one show. When does it usually come on TV? I don't know. I think it's... They're about due, aren't they? Yeah, I think so. It's got to be, yeah. It's one of those shows that I look forward to watching because mm. some people on it, I mean, there's some people on it that are quite clever who have got really good business ideas and they're the, usually the ones that win. But there's some absolute twats on it. It's, really, it's just a ball. Stuart Bags. <laughs> so um, I've, I've got one fact for you. Um, the Walk of Shame, when they, uh, when they get fired, is, uh, mm. is filmed in advance. So they all do it before they get fired. And that is why they're always wearing a coat and a scarf to cover up oh. what they're wearing. It's good that, isn't it? Quite chuckle yeah. that. So, yep, there's my first one. Apprentice. Go on then, Stuart, what's yours? Can I, can I say I have all the candidates from that as well? I'd, I'd probably say Thomas Skinner's my favourite. <laughs> I bet he goes down the bag of nails. Coming yeah, up. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> go on then, Stuart, what's yours? I'll, go, I'll do the same as you then. I'll, I'll go for the theme tune, yeah? Go on then. Bullseye! Bullseye! Yes, Bullseye. That's my number one. Oh. Yeah, I've picked I've, it as well. But I've not done them in any order, but... No, nor have I, actually. I was just thinking uh, of that. But that's one of my picks. Yeah, Bullseye's in there. Just, just for the sheer fact of uh, the inappropriate prizes, for example, a couple from a tower block in Walsall once won a speedboat. <laughs> You've got your everyday catchphrases, super smashing great. You can't beat a bit of bully. Let's have a look at what you could have won in your BFH. I always like it that the, non, the non-dart player is always really shit at darts. And you kind of think, like, because when the non-dart player's got to go up for, like, the prize board or something, you think, mm. surely, if they were applying for, for that programme, they'd sort of have quite an intense amount of practice. Like, if I was going on bullseye, I'd be practicing for hours a day I'd try to and up on um, yeah I'd be, I'd be revising subjects and playing darts at the weekend or something yeah you got any facts about it I sure do uh, it was first transmitted in the 28th of September 1981 yeah you had your consolation prices of tankards for the gents and silver goblets for the ladies yeah. plus of course your BFH yeah <laughs> Uh, there was actually plans to do a crossover episode with Big Break in 1993 for Comic Relief. Oh, that'd have been good. Uh, but they didn't do it because Bully would crap at snooker. <laughs> Is it? Was it throwing darts at balls? <laughs> I'd like oh, to throw a dart at Jim Davidson's balls. <laughs> oh, and a, 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 a fun fact, Al. Mm-hmm. Dave Spikey once appeared as a contestant in the 1980s. Oh, because he... But they he, later went on to... Yeah, present it, bring it back. Mm. Is that all your facts? Because I've got a couple as well. Yeah. Okay, so um, one of my uh, facts is that the first two episodes were so bad that they were never shown on TV. Oh. How could it be that bad? Well, I've missed that fucking treble 20 again. (laughs) And three prizes that were on the Bullies prize board was obviously a speedboat, which you've already mentioned, um, mm. A set of encyclopedias, which is nice, and <laughs> and, a, and my favourite is an electric knitting machine. <laughs> Fucking <shit>. Wow! <laughs> Brilliant. Mm-hmm. All right. So, well, you've already had my second one, so it's back round to you again. Yeah, I've gone for the chase. Mm. <clears throat> Have you had that as well? No. Go on. Uh, tell well, us about yeah, the chase. chase. It's not not been on for long, has it? 
well, I've not been watching it for long, but it's been it's been great, especially the smack talk from the chasers. Yeah, the, the excitement at the final chase and uh, just the general smugness when they get questions right and yeah. like, yep, I knew that and I knew this about it and that about it, and uh, you're going out, nah, you prick. <laughs> so yeah, good. And I've got some uh, facts about the chase as well. Go on. Then. So they film three episodes a day. Yeah. Bradley Walsh genuinely doesn't know which chaser will appear on each episode. Oh, God, I bet that's exciting for him. I'll bet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> one of the question writers on the show is world quiz champion Olaf Bjorn Bjortomt. Brilliant. Why don't I they just Google right? the questions? I don't know. Or just get Olaf them trivial pursuit. <laughs> he's like a human Google. Yeah, but what if he's wrong? Well, he's not. All right. <laughs> and uh, behind the scenes, Anne... Is a member of Jenny's quiz team. Who's Jenny's quiz team? Jenny, one of the chasers. Yeah. The vixen. So Anne's on a quiz team down oh. the pub. I'm not a massive fan yeah. of the chase. I think it's all right, but I won't really watch it if it's on. I'm not that bothered. Sorry. That's up to you, isn't it? Yeah. You didn't do the theme tune. Do you know what it is? Dun, 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 dun. Oh, yeah, good. That's good, that. Right. Are you ready for my third one? I don't think you're going to get it from this theme tune, but I'm going to try it. You ready? No. It's You Bet. Do you remember You Bet? Oh, You Bet with Matthew Kelly. I used to know what it is. I wanted to go on it. Guess what I was going to try and go on it to do? Stars and Rise of Bell. Today. I was going to try and flick elastic bands through a hoop. <laughs> I, wa- I was about 10 years old. But I loved You Bet because it always had celebrities on. And they, there was like, if you'd never seen You Bet before, basically there were celebrities and they had to guess whether a, a member of the public was going to do um, a challenge or not. They'd say yes or no. And that challenge could be whatever that person wants. So, for example, you'd have someone come on and they'd hear... Um, like a car revving its engine, and they'd be able to guess what car it was. It was br- it was mm. brilliant. Some of the stuff people that woman did had to desire the phone, didn't she? Once as well. Yeah, and there was a bloke who did kick ups who went up like a um, a staircase and back down doing kick ups. It was just amazing. I've got a fact for it from it. Oh, actually, you try to get on there. Uh, yeah, this is a shit fact. It ran from 1988 to 1997 and was hosted by Matthew Kelly. Oh. That's my fa- That's a crap fact, isn't it? See, that's good. Me, Paul, um, yeah, Paul, it's all those game shows out there. You think you bet? I know, but I looked around and I just thought, countdown. Yeah, but no. Um, but I just thought, what brought me most joy, and it was Matthew Kelly's face saying, yeah, "You bet." bet. <laughs> Go on, then. What's your <laughs> final one? Well, mine's about a thousand times better than that pick, anyway. But it's shit. Uh, it ain't. It's the Crystal Maze. Oh, yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, Crystal Maze was good. It was brilliant, mate. It was unique. All those different challenges. Hosted by Richard O'Brien, who was always a legend. Yeah, wrote Rocky Horror Picture Show. And it had had Mumsy in it as well. Oh, yeah, oh, Mumsy. Can you tell me the four separate presenters it's had, Al? Oh, I thought you were going to ask me the four zones. Um, no, I asked you that as well. All right, the four presenters, um, Richard O'Brien, Stephen Merchant, Richard yeah. Iowardi. Yes. And, oh, God, what was his name? I can't remember his name. You're going to have to tell me. It was Ed Tudor Pole. Yeah, that was it. 
And the zones? Aztec. Yeah. Futuristic. Yeah. Industrial. Yeah. And I remember the last one. Well, industrial got changed to Oceana. Yeah. Go on, and what was the fourth? I'm not telling you. Go on. Otherwise, I'm going to have to Google it, and it's going to mess up the recording of this podcast. What have you got so far? Aztec. What you've already said now. Aztec, yeah. Oceana slash industrial. And yeah. um, futuristic. And uh, medieval. Oh, yeah, of course it was. Because that's where Mumsy was, wasn't it? Wasn't she in medieval? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mumsy. Do you want to know some facts? Yes, please. Took two days to record each episode. Oh, God. Uh, 50 new games were designed for every series they made. Wow. Oh, this one's nice. Prior to recording the shows, Richard O'Brien would meet the contestants for drinks the night before. Oh, get them pissed. So they did shit on the camera. Do you know... Highest number of... Sorry. I was just going to say, do you know the contestants that were on there? Did they know each other? Were they like a team who applied? Or they were just random people? Uh, yes, there, there oh. were teams. All right, cool. And then he'd meet them for the night before. Highest number of gold tokens collected was 210. <sighs> but the highest number of silver was 275. And that was the same show, so they didn't win. <laughs> idiots. What a bunch of idiots. There's one, right? This is really bad, right? I think it was like series three or four. But one bloke got locked in the, yeah. about the third game into the episode. And they left him in there the whole time and didn't get him out. So he missed everything. I'd take a poo on the floor just out of, uh, <laughs> out of protest. <laughs> I'd take the crystal and uh, give it a good clean. <laughs> right, so that's ours. So, Stuart, social media. What we got? Loads. Right. Gavin. Regular Gavin. Regular Gavin. Nightmare, Supermarket Sweep, Big Break. Yeah, Supermarket Sweep was one of mine that, I, that was in the list for a while. That was uh, some good choices there. Uh, Chris Comrath. First of all, he said another terrible episode, five stars. Brilliant. And then he said Blockbusters, Blankety Blank and The Crystal Maze. Yeah. Blockbusters, good choice. Blankety Blank also. Yeah. Very quickly then, we've got Kim at Gagabinks, who said Pointless, QI and Countdown. No. <laughs> No. <laughs> Don't like any Countdown's class. That's nah, boring. Jason, 88J, Jackson, 88. Big break, bullseye, crystal maze. Three good choices. Well done. More like it. Hayley, Hayes on fire. Chase, tipping point, supermarket sweep. Yeah, okay. Good. Johnny, Johnny Hams. Chase, tipping point, pointless. Yeah, pointless. Mm-hmm. Also picked by Leo. He picked the chase, countdown, and pointless. Some people have got some shit choices, don't they? Oh. <laughs> Sorry, Laura's pick, Laura's pick, Bullseye, Blankety Blank, Wheel of Fortune. Yeah, uh, Wheel of Fortune. Fortune. Good pick. Yeah. That's a good shout. Uh, KTR, At the Randall, Love Island. <clears throat> shit. Catchphrase and House of Games. House of Games is a good choice. I've still, I've not seen it yet. I've just watched it before we started this. Is it good? Yeah, it's really good. I'll get on it. Her sister Claire, my sister Claire as well, at Savvy1985, House of Games, Pointless and Tipping Point. Kim Randall, who you know, Al. Yep. Sure, Mum. Play cards right, big break, prices right. She's gone for a Brucey uh, double there. Oh, she likes a Brucey. Uh, Georgina, QI, 8 out of 10 cats and millionaire. Yep. 
Not bad. And then and my father's even uh, weighed in this week. Go on, what's he gone with? Weakest link, eggheads and deal or no deal. Fair enough. Yeah, good. Good choices. So some, uh, some good choices there, some not so good. Okay. So is that one? That's it, mate. Brilliant. Keep your, keep your tweets coming in. Keep your emails coming in. Um, we're on Twitter at Stu and Al Pod. Um, um, our email is stewandalpod at gmail.com. So next week, Stuart, it is my, my topic. Oh, yeah, what are you having? I've gone with something that will, might bring about an argument because we've spoken about this before and next week could possibly be our last podcast because of this topic. Uh, it has been brought oh. up in social media. It's a little bit like the chocolate bars. Next week, Stuart, we are going to be discussing our top three crisps. Ooh. And now it's time for 90s Corner. <laughs> 90s Corner. <laughs> so, 90s Corner is basically we talk about things from the 90s and we, we, we each bring something from the 90s and we say we have a bit of a discussion and if it's good and we both like it, it gets swept into 90s corner, along with gladiators and, well, so that's the snares. snares. But if it's shit and we, we both don't agree with it, it gets chucked, it gets advertised in the Leicester Mercury or Lincoln equivalent and sold, like Sex and the City and Tamagotchis. Mm. Hey, Stuart, before we carry on, see, see yeah. in the news, Tamagotchis are coming back. Nah, shut up their ass. No. Stuart, it just shows how much influence this podcast has got on the world. But we slated it. <laughs> yeah, I know. But, yeah, but that's probably why they're bringing it back, because they think, well, if we bring it back, maybe it'll get a, it'll get a um, bit of advertising on the Stuart Alpod, which we're doing now. We're talking about it. Maybe they'll re-review yeah. it. So, well, you know. get paid for that. Yeah, they've got their way. So, Stuart, 90s Corner, what you got? This week, Alex, I've gone for... Gazetta Football Italia. Oh, theme tune. Stuart, do the theme tune. When you first watched it, Stuart, did you think it said Goal Lazio? Apparently, that's actually what he says. I thought it wasn't. I thought it was something else. Yeah, I looked, I looked that up today and he... Um, it's from a piece of commentary on an Italian football match, and he's yeah. saying goal Lazio, yeah. Go on then, tell us about yeah. it. Television perfection, mm-hmm. of course. It's a classic Saturday morning TV show. Everything from the uh, the Channel 4 logo playing keepy-ups at the start, the theme tune, which we just mentioned there. Class players featured every week, Ronaldo, Batistuta, Weah, Maldini, the list goes on, Del Piero. I always remember the uh, guy on it. What was the guy who presented it? Uh, the godfather of Italian football, James Richardson. Yeah, and he always used to be sat in a cafe reading that pink newspaper, that pink sports newspaper that they had. Yes, the oh, uh, Corriere della Sport, I think. Wasn't yeah. It? He always had them really nice puddings as well, didn't he? Yeah. Can I tell you, you a little... Can I tell you something about it, actually? Um, my, um, my grandma and grandma, who used to... Well, they passed away now, but they lived in, um, in Newcastle, when a little village just outside Newcastle called um, Tar- no, uh, Hayden Bridge. And um, yeah. I used to get up, when I used to come visit them, I used to get up on a um, Saturday morning and my grandma, who was in her 80s, would be sat downstairs watching Football Italia every morning, every Saturday morning. It was absolutely brilliant. It was like genius. Was brilliant. I mean, at that time when it was on, I mean, it started in 1992. 
Yeah. Just, just when Gaza was moving there to Lazio. So you think about the players, and it's probably it was probably the best league in the world at the time. The players yeah. they had. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So you had James Richardson, as you said, the commentary by Ken Wolstenholme, and then you had Peter Brackley commentating on the games on Sundays uh, with Ray Wilkins. Yep. Uh, the first ever live game they showed was a free-free draw with Lazio and Sampdoria. Oh, what a what a first game. Uh, Gaza didn't score in that one, but his first goal was an equaliser, a 90th minute equaliser in a Rome derby. God, I was just I was reading about Gaza's first game in um, in Italy the other day, actually, because it was something mm. on the BBC website. I think it was quality. Yeah, uh, no, it's just uh, it was a class show. I mean, I, I love watching it. it the Italian game at that point yeah. was brilliant. So. Um, Oh, uh, you know what? We try to make things funny on this episode. Not that people are laughing, but as long as me and you, as long as me and you are laughing, Stuart, that's all that counts. But I, I'm getting a little bit nostalgic for that, and that, that was brilliant. Oh, I love that show. Oh, I can't make anything. Oh, funny I wish it was still on. Well, yeah. Italian football's not as it, as good as it was. No, it anymore. So. But if they brought it back, I think I'd watch it. I think I would watch it. Oh yeah. But it'd have to be all them, though. It'd have to be, well, obviously not Ken, because he's not alive anymore. Yeah. Or Ray Wilkins, unfortunately. But, I mean, if it had James Richardson on. Yeah. I mean, they tried it with Soccer AM, didn't they? But it wasn't the same. No. So, oh, it's got to go in. It's got It's got yeah. to be swept in tonight. It's gone. I'd, I'd say. Go on. Do you want to do the sweep? Yeah, go on, sweep it in. It sounds like you're gobbing. You're about to gob on the floor or something. No, I, I was just coughing something up. This is the sweep now. That's better, that's better. God, you get worse every week. <laughs> yeah, just cut the first one out. Oh, you know what? Mine, mine's, mine's a silly one. Oh. Right. So mine for 90s Corner this, this week. I'm really bad at 90s Corner. I've only had one thing going so far. My thing for 90s Corner this week is fear of the millennium bug. Don't <laughs> even a thing. It was. Do you remember? Do you remember? Nineteen ninety nine. People were scared of the Millennium Bug, and I'll tell you yeah, why they, they were scared. Planes were going to crash, weren't they? They right? thought so. planes were going to fall out of the sky. <laughs> they, thought, they thought that the clocks would reset to nineteen hundred. That banks would all accounts in banks would empty. Basically, the the world would end. Um, there's a brilliant thing on The Simpsons where they have the where all the machines turn against the humans and they fly off into a different. They predict planet. everything, don't they? On that. Yeah, well, Trump for president. But just the fear of the, the millennium bug, I just remember being, I remember being at college and it, people generally being worried about it, that things would just, mm. like, things would go mental. And nothing happened. I, I, did, I did do some research on it and I didn't write it down, but there were apparently some things that did happen, like some things reset, um, but it was nothing major. It wasn't like the stock market. Yeah, it was probably like an alarm clock or something. Yeah. <laughs> but I just thought, the fear of the millennium bug was such a 90s thing because people were terrified. Some people were like, I'm sure there was people stockpiling, like, you know, thinking yeah, well, that they weren't going to get access to anything the next day and everything was going to explode. It was the equivalent of um, toilet rolls and hand yeah, sanitizers this and year. pasta, yeah. But that's why I just brought it up because I just think it was such a 90s thing. And I love the fear of the millennium bug. And I love people thinking back to it now of such a weird time. I'll say you get the brush out of me. Yes! Oh, here we go. Because I... That's how you do it. Crap. <laughs> you, even did the, you even motioned your arm. Even I know. On a podcast. Yeah, well, you can see me. 
<laughs> so you happy with that in 90s corner yeah, excellent right Stuart social, you, um, social media what yeah, we got few socials on this 90s corner uh, regular Gavin again oh god <laughs> no, he's, he's got some good ones here he's gone for a white dog poo yeah yeah <laughs> 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 uh, that's going through for a start oh definitely <laughs> don't sweep uh, it in though pick it up uh, like in a bag uh, and you put it aside uh, people abandoning porno mags in the woods <laughs> <laughs> did you ever find a porno mag in the woods I never lived anywhere near any woods no I remember seeing one in some in some trees I remember seeing one in some trees it was the first one I ever saw and it, it, but now yeah that's got to go in but you'd have to get it's a little wood carbon, <laughs> and uh, he's also said Nicole on the Renault Clio adverts Nicole papa. yeah I yeah. think um, no let's get rid of that one we'll put the white dog poo in and the porn mag in the <laughs> you know, wrap the poo in wrap the poo in the mag then put them both yeah. together leave leave the Nicole thing yeah go on then I don't know shall we I don't know no he, he can have two out of three I think he, he, don't oh, nearly a hat trick <laughs> yeah Keep him wanting yeah, more. Don't boost his ego. Yeah. Keza G90, Katie. She's gone for pogs. Yeah. And she said if it doesn't make it in, that she's throwing Viennettas at our houses. <laughs> <laughs> yep, fair enough. I'll go with pogs. You just love playing pogs. Not for the fear factor, though. We're picking pogs because of the pogs. Yeah, not, good. not for fear of Viennetta at the wall. Eat your Viennettas. Have them after your Sunday roast or something. But, um, yeah. Your KFC. Um, Australian Dan. At Wit2167, he's picked Euro 96. Oh, he said, of course. Well, a few times where the uh, whole nation got completely behind the team. I uh, love that. Yeah. And that's definitely going in. Oh, definitely. It was on the other day. Was brilliant game. I've, been, I've been watching them on the, uh, during lockdown and all the uh, repeats. I've, I've watched some of them, but I can't watch the Germany game. I just can't watch it. I can't put myself through it again. But, it yeah. was brilliant. Any more? Mm, no. No, that's it. Okay, so if you've got anything you'd like to try and submit to 90s, 90s Corner, get in touch on Twitter at Stu and Al Pod or on email, stewandalpod at gmail.com. So that was 90s Corner. And next is Frankly My Dear. Frankly My Dear, I don't give a damn. Frankly My Dear is where Alex does an incredible impression of <laughs> a famous celebrity or character and then puts them into a world-class film. Correct. Now, Stuart, this week, I've tried to make it a little bit more tricky. So, if, uh, by the way, because of lockdown, me and Stuart are doing this over a Zoom call, so Stuart can see me. So I think you should watch me on this because I've got a little bit of a... Why are you waving? No, okay, it's only me looking at you. No, I was waving to you. Oh, all right. Hello. All right. All right. <laughs> so, no, I won't bother doing it again. I've got, this is kind of like a visual impression as well as the voice. Okay, you ready? Uh, Are you ready? <laughs> right, I need to look at the, uh, what the impression is. Pat, 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 Pat. Are you talking to me? Pat, are you talking to me? Well, I don't see anybody else here, Pat, so you must be talking to me. Pat, 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 Pat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> Go on, then. That is... Um... Frank Butcher playing Travis Bickle from Taxi Driver. It is! Well done! That's, <laughs> what's this episode? What, that's eight points you've got so far. You've got every single one. <laughs> I 
I didn't think my Tell impression was going to be. That's my best impression, I think. That was a good, that was it was a good one, wasn't it? Yeah. I think you were quite shocked like by that. <laughs> All right, so that was Frankly My Dear. <clears throat> and next, it's in the news. So each week, Stuart, who is opposite me here, well, on the Hi. screen, hello. Stuart, come, um, Stuart uh, reads the, the news and uh, he tells me one story from the news and then makes up a story from the news. And then I have to guess which one is made up and which one's real. So if you've listened to any of the old episodes, you know how obvious it is which one is fake and which one's real. So I think Stuart's probably done his homework this week. And then he'll also tell I us... Have. It also tell us the weather for the coming week, and it's always yeah. it's always pretty good. It's always generally mm. correct. So, Stuart, yeah. go on. Then tell us the first news story. Okay. I mean, it's not going to be easy for you this week. I know I've done a lot of uh, pun-based false stories usually, yeah. but uh, I've cut that shit out. <laughs> I don't think you have. <clears throat> so, item one: a ninety-year-old Japanese woman, known online as the Gaming Grandma. Oh. has been awarded a Guinness World Record as the oldest gaming YouTuber. Hamako Mori, is her name, said she had been following computer games most of her life, but her interest peaked about 40 years ago when watching children playing popular games uh, online. She said it looked fun and thought it was unfair that only children got to play them. Uh, so she began practicing playing these games uh, with nobody around at first in case she were crap. And then as she got better, she started recording videos for online. So she bought her first console about 60 years ago and now owns a PlayStation 4 and shows videos of her playing to 150,000 YouTube subscribers. Her, fa- her favourite game to play is Grand Theft Auto 5, as she says, uh, it's like watching a film. Uh, Miss Maury said, After living this long, I feel more than ever that playing games for this long was the right choice. I am tru- truly enjoying life. It's rosy oh, oh i like that i i generally hope that one's true yeah we well, can only hope can't you yeah. <laughs> go on the next one uh, item two channel five producers are planning to make a uk version of australian soap neighbors and plan to call it plan to call it next door but one the original idea is the brainchild of london-based writer harold carpenter <laughs> <laughs> who explained to us his idea of this exclusive. He said, I've always watched Neighbours since I was a kid, and my favourite was Joe Mangle and Madge. I had a dream one night where Paul Robinson came to me in this dream and told me to make a UK version, so I did. Each episode is supposed to be 20 minutes long with a host of characters, including Nosy Nelly, the uh, gossip of the street, uh, complaining Carol, who was always <laughs> shouting at her neighbours, Dopey Dave Davison, who's always up to something crazy, and Sir Woofy Barkington III, who is the street dog, which they all take turns in caring for him. <laughs> uh, the show is due on screens next year, with filming halted due to just horrible COVID-19 situations. <laughs> so, which one is true? Which one is false? You know what? <laughs> I think you should take up a... You should go back to university and do a journalism degree. I think you've, I think you've got it nailed. I'm going to say that the first story about the um, the oldest gamer, I think that one's true, because the second one had someone called Harold Carpenter, who is a mashup of Harold Bishop and 
Lou Carpenter, two enemies. Um, you couldn't have answered it any more perfectly, Oh Yes, I <laughs> yes. completely made up the neighbour story and I've terribly given it away again by a stupid name. <laughs> you the know Japanese, what? Uh, the Japanese gaming grandma, that's, uh, that was really nice. That's a that. lovely story. That, God, twice... We're making this. That's twice this this episode where I've actually been really. It's really touched my heart with like you know when we mm. were talking about football Italia and now the old lady who plays video games. Wow. I want to watch one of her gaming her. videos and then an old uh, Italian football match or something on YouTube. Yeah, have a good cry. Well, <laughs> no, yeah, tears of joy. Yeah, tears of joy, obviously. Oh, the weather. Go on then. <clears throat> um, pissing it down. <laughs> Thanks, Stuart. Right, that was yep. in the news, <laughs> and now it's time for Would You Rather. This or that? This or that? Which would you rather, you bloody prat? Would you rather? It's two horrible scenarios, and we have to decide which one we'd rather do. Now, this week we left it to our followers, subscribers, listeners. Yep. Um, we've had a few, but I've picked. I've picked the best of the bad bunch. <laughs> if yours didn't get read out, we might use it on a later episode if if they dry well, up. Well, no, that, that's, 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 un, that's an unfair comment, I'd say, by me there. There was two very good ones, but we'll use one this week and one the next week. Yeah. So this week, Al. Go on. Then. Would you rather yeah. uh, eat your friend's toenails yeah. or eat your own, but you've got to pull them out with pliers? <sighs> This is sent in by Gavin Berriman again, regular Gavin. Oh, so we'll both do this one then. Yeah, that's horrible, isn't it? It is. I think I I can't imagine having a toenail pulled out with pliers. Have I got to do it myself? Do I have to pull out my own toenail? Is that yeah, what it says? it'll still be, See, it'll still be crap, wouldn't it? Yeah, I don't think I could do it. I don't think I'd pull my own toenail out. Um, Tell you what, I'll eat yours. Do you eat mine? Oh, yeah, there you go. Sorted. Thanks, Gavin. That was easy. Yeah. Wash your feet beforehand. No. I'm going for a run. <laughs> i tell you what, then, when, um, when lockdown ends and we do this episode and we're in the same... We're not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> right. So if you've got a would you rather that you'd like to send in to us, again, get on Twitter, at StuAndAlPod, email StuAndAlPod at gmail.com. I don't think we've put the we've, email we've and had, Twitter out a, as much I mean, as we have. We've had a few <clears throat> from uh, Capture of Sound, Keza G90 and Chris Conrath. They are good ones, but we're not going to tell you what they are now because we're going to use them on future episodes. Cool. Right. So that was Would You Rather. Snappy Would You Rather. I think that's better, don't you think? Getting people to send them yeah. in. Then... I think we should just let people pick these for us because we were crap at this, weren't we? So yeah, it's been much better. From now on, you decide. Yeah, it's up to it's you. It's like a big rubber catchphrase. Yeah, and if you send them in and they're shit, it's your fault, not ours, okay? <laughs> so... <laughs> yeah, if they're crap, you can do them yourself. Yeah. Right, so that was Would You Rather. And next, it's time for Tales of the Bag O' Nails. So each week, me and Stuart head down to the Bag O' Nails pub in London. That's a uh, rough pub. Well, I think it is probably. And um, oh, we we interview someone down there, get get a recording of someone down there, and uh, they tell us a story about the Bag O' Nails. So Stuart, it was my turn this week. How'd you get on? All right, met quite a nice chap. 
You met someone nice in the bag of nails. Well, he's all right, but I, I just want to warn you that his voice might, it might be difficult for his voice this uh, week because he's, um, it's a difficult voice to do. So he's going to try his best. And uh, if he messes up, then he can only apologize. Okay. <laughs> okay. Are you ready for it? Yes. Okay. Here we go. Let me just play the audio. Click. All right, Stuart. <laughs> All right, lads. <laughs> My name is John. Or as I'm known down the bag of nails, Stardust Steve. <laughs> and I, what I am is I'm a <laughs> singer. And I'll come down and I'll sing down the bag of nails. I've been singing down here for the last 45 years. Even though for the first 25 years, I weren't even asked to sing. But I've been singing down here for the audiences every Friday and Saturday night for the last 45 years. Like a bridge over troubled water. <laughs> <laughs> Lads, I've seen them all down here. Johnny Tits, he was a comedian, lovely fella. Saggy <laughs> Saggy Sue the stripper. And of course, Cliff Richard. And they've all been down here, Stuart, but none of them have been as welcome as I have. I come down here, I set up my own equipment, and I'll get a stand innovation. Well, people stand up and they start walking out when I come on. And I sing loads of it, so I do. What's she gonna look like with a chimney on her? What's she gonna look like with a chimney on her? So, Stuart, over the years, I've sort of, uh, I've never really sang anywhere else. I've just sang down the bag of nails. I went to try and get on the X Factor and that kind of thing, but they won't even let me on the telly, Stuart. They just don't want me to be. No, I don't want no scrubs. A scrub is the kind of guy who get no love from me. Hanging out the passenger side of his best friend's ride, trying to holler at me. Stuart, my wife, <laughs> is a, my wife's a lovely woman, right? But she won't come down and listen to me sing. She says I'm bloody god awful. But she's always at home. And she's got my pie and mess ready for when I do get home. Whoa, mysterious girl. <laughs> Body next to mine. Yeah. Anyway, Stuart, I don't know what I'm going to tell you now. It's, you know, I just thought I'd come on and speak to you. But I'll tell you what, if you're ever down the bag of nails, I'll do you a signed picture of myself. All right, and now go on eBay. For a couple of quid, I'm sure. Oh, baby, baby, how was I supposed to know? Is that the sort of thing you wanted? All right, see you later. Bye. There you go, Stuart. So that was that was John or Stardust Steve. What do you think? He's got a voice on him, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he's uh, quite the character. <laughs> he is quite the character. <clears throat> he's hurt he's his voice now, though. I don't know how he's going to last for the rest All of the right. How yeah. do you know? It's just a, he, he has recorded as a song to, to end out the show though. So I thought, I thought, I thought that might be quite nice. Well, yeah. I'll say he's recorded a song. It depends if his voice can last. <laughs> if it can't, you can always play us out with the uh, Football Italia theme tune. Oh yeah, true. So, <laughs> hope you enjoyed that. Um, if anyone has <laughs> been down to the actual Bago Nails in London, 
can you let us know? Because we'd love to know what it's really like. If we get to episode 100, Stuart, we'll go and record it live down the Bag O'Nails. That'd be good, wouldn't That'd it? That'd be a treat. And we can get a real regular on. Yeah. Well, I'll kind of ruin it because they're probably a nice person. Yeah, probably aren't they? All right, anyway. Well, that was Bag O'Nails. And now, Stuart. I tell you what, I've been watching some films lately and I always oh, think yeah. in the back of my mind something is missing in this film. And I think it's Arnie. Stuart, have you got any, I don't know, have you got any sort of like auditions where Arnie's auditioned for a film and maybe you've got the audio for it or something? Um, of course I bloody have. Yes. Oh, go yes, for I've it. Well, <clears throat> now, you know, when you think of good films, what, what comes to mind? Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, um, well, if they're missing Arnie, then... Well, if it's got Arnie in, then a muscles and one-liners. Well, this film has none of that. Well, no, it has muscles in it, but not really any one-liners. Anyway, the film's speed. Yeah. We'll just imagine... Uh, if Arnie was cast in that film instead of the bad guy Dennis Hopper. Okay, good. Well, imagine no more, Al, because I've unearthed a audition tape of Arnie playing this role. Cool. Let me just uh, click the... Oh, can you click it? I can't reach it again. Yeah. Click. Yeah. Hey, you from the Bill and Ted films. Bob, please hot shirt. There is a bomb on the bus. Once the bus goes past very fast. No, Arnie, it's 50 miles an hour. Let me try again. Pop quiz, Bill. No, he's Jack in this film. That was Bill and Ted. (laughs) Pop quiz, Jack. Or Jack from Jack and Ted. There is a bomb on the automobile that you were traveling with the passengers. Once it got past the 50 miles an hour, it goes boom. Do not try to get the police involved. Do not try to get anyone off the bus or I will blow it up. Now blow you up. No more. Mark, Mr. Kimber, I want to go to the bathroom. Nothing. There is no bathroom. Uh, what's going on, Arnold? Was that kindergarten cop? There is no Arnold. My name is Detective Jan Kimball, and I love my car. I don't want to be in your stupid bus film. Brilliant. <laughs> so um, yeah, he he got a bit he got a bit angry at that one. Thank God. Well, I don't know. I still think it would have been a better film with him in. Oh, but... Of course, he could have played it as Mister Freeze from Batman. <laughs> <laughs> what killed the dinosaurs? The very fast bus. <laughs> Brilliant. Thanks, Stuart. So hopefully, I'll, I'm sure next week you'll uncover another um, audition tape from Arnie, from something. I'll break into another every film studio somewhere and yeah. see what they've got. If, you, if you'd like, um, to, if you'd like to, fi- uh, to listen to Arnie doing an audition of a certain film, why not tweet us or email us and uh, Stuart will uncover that footage somewhere, I'm sure. I'm sure I'll find it. <laughs> so Stuart, so brings to a close... Another episode, episode four. Did you ever think we'd make it to episode four? Uh, yeah, obviously. Did you? I, I kind of thought we'd peter out a little bit, but I think we're, I think we're going strong. I'm really enjoying I it. I forgot to tell you, Al. I oh, yeah. I forgot to tell you. Uh, just before lockdown, 
Yeah. I went to a uh, haunted bed and breakfast in France. Oh, gosh. Yeah, but uh, I left quickly as the, as the place was giving me the crepes. <laughs> I'm your perfect audience, Stuart, for jokes. Uh, and <laughs> finally, yeah. And finally, two astronauts are having breakfast in, uh, in the space station, up in space, you know the one. Yeah. Uh, one says, uh, can I have some milk for my coffee? The other replies, in space, no one can. Here, use cream. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. Yeah, it's a good one. Right. So, if you want to get in touch, um, we are on Twitter at Stu and Alpod. And we're also now on Instagram. Stu, you, yes. you deal with social media. What's our Instagram handle? Same as the Twitter. Same as the Twitter. Exactly Stu and Alpod. Or, e- yeah. or email us, Stu and Alpod at gmail.com. Um, it's Stu that handles social media, so don't come having a go at me if he's swearing at you or something feel free to say i'll be nice i'm usually i'm usually nice on the social media yeah he is quite nice on the social media and if you could retweet like share this podcast we're trying to get out to as many people as possible try and get people to listen they don't even have to listen if they just download or subscribe it puts our numbers up and gets us out to more people and um, i think if they listen it'll put a smile on the face as well yeah so. it can put a smile on your face it's just a bit of, bit of a laugh we're just having a bit of a laugh come on um, if you can review yeah. us as well on, um, I don't think you can review on Spotify. No, or, just on iTunes. Or on Launchpad. It's just on iTunes. If you listen to iTunes, if you give us a five star review, um, that's the only button that seems to work five star, I think. So you have to give us a five star review. Just say something nice so we can get out to more people. But that's it, Stuart. You got anything else left to say before I put the um, crooner on to sing his last song? Uh, we just received an email now. Yeah, go on then. Oh, no, no. It's one of them spam, send me your bank details things. Never mind. <laughs> Send them it. Great. <laughs> All right. Say goodbye, Stuart. See ya, lads. See you, ladies. Bye. Right. Here's my last song for you guys. Straight yeah. up moving. We can get you grooving. This track's booming. It ain't no hype. Watch us wreck the mic. Watch us wreck the mic. Watch us wreck the mic. Psych. Italiano.